Hi everyone, a warm welcome from Dubai and thanks for tuning in to this latest industry podcast. My, my name is uh, Andrew Davis, I'm the uh, content director for the Hypermotion Dubai um, exhibition which is taking place uh, later this year in the UAE at the new Dubai Exhibition Centre as part of the um, series of activities that are going on as part of World Expo. Um, and for those of you who've been with us before, we've been uh, running a regular series of uh, podcast style interviews, talking with individuals and um, experts who um, are going to help us shine a light on some of the key issues that we'll be discussing come the event in November. And we're delighted today to be talking about an issue that's really integral to the Hypermotion event. It's uh, Hyperloops and the Hyperloops technology, and um, I've got a, got a great guest to run through the topic with us today. It's Martin Johan Froelich. Um, and Martin, if I just before we start the questions, if you'd just like to quickly introduce yourself. Yes, <laughs> thanks for the invitation. My name is Martin Froelich. I'm the CEO of Mother Earth Ventures. I'm working also at the same time for Deutsche Bahn. Uh, my yeah, for long-term disruptive business models like flying taxis, Hyperloops, autonomous. Uh, uh, platforms and so on. Fantastic. Listen, thank you very much for giving us uh, t 10 minutes of your time today and we're going to rattle through some questions which I think really uh, put some perspective on uh, the topic of Hyperloops and uh, give us an insight into what we can expect to hear about in November. So first of all, Martin, I mean, in terms of Hyperloop technology, can you briefly tell us what is it and how does it work? Yeah, of course. Hyperloop is a tube-based transportation system that safely and sustainably moves people and goods at airplane speeds. The Hyperloop is a faster, greener, safer and smarter way of ground transportation for large volumes of passenger and freight and can be seen as a fifth mode of transport next to cars, trains, ships and airplanes. We popularized by Elon Musk in 2013. The basic concept of Hyperloop travel has been around for centuries. But only now is the technology available to build a profitable transportation network at scale. Great, thank you. And so in terms of um, as a mode of transport, it's obviously intended to move people, but also potentially freight. I mean, how will this technology be a game changer in in the sense of mobility and from an economical and environmental perspective what are some of the uh, what are some of the issues there yeah uh, the hyperloop is a game changer so as a completely new technology which will compete with and build up in the existing forms of mobility so providing ultra high speed ground based connection between hubs in a sustainable way such as the system was therefore revolutionize the way people travel in a decisive way. So we having a possibility of transporting people and on the other side freight with the same system without any downsides, such as different speeds, moreover, offer a range of opportunities for the logistics sector. So Great. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Hyperloop and they have <laughs> a lot of emotions. That's why I <laughs> developed and organizing the Hyperloop conference as the first time uh, this year um, in, in Frankfurt. And hopefully 
it will took place soon in Dubai. Well, let's hope so. Um, I know there's enormous amounts of interest in this part of the world in uh, Hyperloop technology. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it as a mode of a mode of potentially transport for moving people, and also as a mode for potentially moving freight and goods. I mean, from your side, from your perspective, um, do you see uh, which do you see coming to fruition first? Yeah, um, my feeling is, and what I'm seeing, it's growing up, is cargo will be first, and afterwards passenger transportation. So when when you look on the time frame, a cargo will be in between 10 and 15 years to go to a commercialization, and passenger transportation, in my feeling, between 20 and 25 years. Okay, so. Um... That gives us a good sense of the timelines that we're looking about. Um, I mean, aside from Hyperloop, I mean, obviously, obviously you're involved with other forms of um, disruptive forms of technology in terms of transport. I mean, can you talk about some of the other projects you're consulting on? Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. So I'm working right now also on a flying taxi, on the feasibilities for flying taxis which role Deutsche Bahn and we could play in that ecosystem. It's the same I'm doing right now with the Hyperloop. And uh, my favorite project is the smart traffic management system because it has have at least three major benefits. They make the public transportation more valuable thanks to traffic prediction. They make it safer because assistance systems back up human reactions and they make it more flexible because polling. So these are three the three projects I'm working on right now. Fantastic. And forgive me if we forgive me if we loop back just to uh, Hyperloop. I mean, you, you gave us the timeframes there, but in terms of um, you know where that technology may re may appear in terms of geographies. I mean, where would you, uh, if you're a betting man, what markets would you be looking at for? Um, pushing the envelope in terms of uh, getting to the market first with uh, the actual turning the projects into a reality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the venture capital scene here in Europe is not so long-term orientated and not so disruptive. So that is the reason why uh, game-changer technologies will be supported by other countries, like from the Middle East, North America, and Asia. So that's why the market in Saudi Arabia is quite important and um, you are supporting quite fast such a game changer potential like a hyperloop that's why i'm quite interesting and i'm happy to be part of the hypermotion in dubai soon fantastic and i mean as you mentioned previously you're a i know you're a, obviously you've been in the industry and you've been um, consulting on projects for some time now and being involved with our sister event in frankfurt for the last two or three years um I mean, what are you looking forward to in terms of the uh, the Hypermotion event making its debut in Dubai later this year? Um, you know, what do you see as the significance of bringing the show to, to Dubai? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I'm quite happy to, to be part of it, for sure. So um, for Dubai, um, I'm, I'm the regular speaker at the Frankfurt Fair, for sure. But to go overseas, it's quite important for me uh, uh, right now. So here, um, for me, it's quite important 
um, um, the United Arab Emirates are an excellent future oriented market and they are much more supporting new technologies like a Hyperloop of flying taxis. So, for example, new mega cities like Neom are growing up where all the new modes, modes of transportations and technologies were implemented. So that's why I am coming to Dubai for my first time and I'm quite happy to, to be part of such an amazing uh, uh, conference. And from your experience of being involved with Hypermotion in Europe, I mean, can you give a sense to our audience of who are the types of people they can expect to meet at the, uh, the Hypermotion show and um, what should be on their list in terms of um, individuals to seek out while they're here? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's all right. I'm looking for innovators and uh, and people who have an open mindset uh, and who who have the willingness for game changer potentials. So this and, is the short answer, and I'm looking for all the innovators in the corporate sector and also in the minister ministries of transportation, because when you when we are speaking about game changer potentials you have always two showstoppers. So one showstopper is the social acceptance and the second showstopper of such amazing game changer potentials are the regulations. So I'm looking for, I'm looking and I would love to meet people who have the open-minded mindset and who is, who are sitting in such as big organizations and also on the other side on, on, who who will be or is a political member who can support it with a, on the regulation side? Fantastic. Well, listen, um, I hope we're able to deliver such people for you when you come in uh, November. I'm, I'm involved with the show, as you know, and uh, we're putting together a great program at the moment. So I'm, I think we're well on the way to be able to deliver a, a show and stakeholders in the way that you've uh, described. But. Um, that's great to get your insights into Hyperloop technology. Um, as you've mentioned, there's the, uh, the show coming up in Frankfurt in September, and then there's the Dubai show. Um, and I know you're integral to both events that are coming up, so uh, thanks for your support and uh, working with us on this initiative. And um, look forward to meeting you in person in November in Dubai, Martin. Um, and thanks again for taking the time to speak to us today. I thank you a lot and uh, love to see you in the world of six senses. And I would love to bring also all the main players of the Hyperloop ecosystem to Dubai. Fantastic. Looking forward to it, Martin. Stay safe and keep in touch. All the best. You, <laughs> you too. Bye bye. Bye. Okay. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the interview. I'm sure you will agree. We had some great insights from Martin and I trust you enjoyed it. As mentioned at the outset, this is an ongoing series of interviews we are putting together as we build up to the show in November. So please do look out for our next edition, which will be with you in the next few weeks. But until next time, thank you very much.